0: I'm Chelsea, and I'm Deidre, and we're giving you A Million Murders. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing good. Got my Christmas tree up. We got it the lights is. out. We got the Christmas tree on. Christmas. I got decorations yes so yeah so today is going to be an unsolved case again Ooh. and I'm sure there's a lot of people like "Mm, just doing an unsolved case because you know how I did I I used to not like them but I've come to the realization I've come to my senses Mm -hmm. and I know that it's they need to be told yes even though it sucks that you don't know who did it but so that's what I'm doing today And I'm just going to jump in. Okay. Okay. So it's titled, Who Killed Elizabeth Barraza? It's a really sad case. So it's not really, I'll go ahead and say trigger warning. I mean, it's nothing like too graphic, but it's just, I don't know. Okay. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about a case that's more recent than most that we do. Because we like to do like the old ones. Mm -hmm. Um, This occurred in 2019 in Texas. Mm. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about Elizabeth Barraza. And Elizabeth's family has asked for people in the true crime community from podcast, YouTube, and TikTok to cover this case and to help spread awareness. So when I seen that, I was like, yes, got you. I got you. So for this case, TikTok has actually been incredibly helpful. Uh, the case is very frustrating. It's still unsolved, and I know her family is des- desperately looking for answers. Mm. So Elizabeth Newley Barraza was born on June 26, 1989, to her parents, Bob and Rosemary. She grew up in southwest Texas, and Elizabeth mainly went by her nickname, Liz. So that's just, I think that's what I mainly refer to her throughout the the story. Okay. So, Liz was a self-proclaimed lover of all things geeky, and when Liz was g- growing up, she fell in love with Star Wars and Harry Potter. Oh, okay, Liz. hmm Her dad actually introduced her to those things, and she became really passionate about those things over the years. She loved science fiction and especially loved comic books. And as she got older, she really enjoyed making costumes, and it was... A real passion of hers, and so of course she, you know, got into Comic Con.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: And for those of you who don't know, Comic Con is a comic book convention. Sammy, he <laughs> gonna know what Comic Con is. Yes, he Houston, Comic-Con. it's gonna know what in Comic-Con Houston. Is. Yes. yes, and many more. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, Comic Con's a comic book convention that has been held in San Diego since 1970, and it's now all over the country. It's a great way for like-minded people to meet, and that's exactly what happened to Liz. It's a cute, I know, it's really cute, but it's really sad, too, because... I'm like, oh, my God. It's okay. so cute. Okay. So, um, I lost my spot, but I found it. <laughs> um, she ended up meeting her future husband at Comic-Con, and his name is Sergio Barraza.
1: Sergio! <laughs> Aww.
0: We know a Sergio. So, both of them love cosplay, and they love Star Wars, and it was really a big part of their relationship. Liz really had the talent for costume design as well, and it was a great outlet to express her creativity. So, Liz was also a very kind person who wanted to help others as much as she could. Sergio and Liz found this group called the 501st (laughs) Legion, um... But it's actually an international organization which is made of fans who are dedicated to creating and dressing up in life, like replicas of stormtrooper appeal. Oh, okay. But they do a lot of more. They do a lot more than just like recreate costumes. Um, the three pillars of the 501st Legion are costuming, camaraderie. Mm-hmm. So the three pillars of the 501st Legion are costuming, camar- camaraderie and charity
1: hmm. so
0: people who are part of the 501st Legion contribute to their community by fundraising volunteering and doing charity work oh cool yeah it's a cute it's a neat little it's yeah it's this a is, good this is it's nice. a good thing this is um, a nice thing yeah. yeah so one thing that members of 501st Legion do on do in particular is they spend time in hospitals mm. they'll dress up in their stormtrooper gear And they go and cheer up children that are sick. And Liz loved doing that. She was heavily involved in the charity portion of 501st Legion. She was actually the event coordinator for her community legion. So she had a real passion for helping sick children and trying to cheer them up. Uh, She also got involved with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Mm-hmm. And she spent a lot of time at her community hospital, which is called Memorial Herman.
1: Oh, uh, I'm getting
0: bummed out. I know. She's, <laughs> she's like a really she's good She's so it, nice. She's a really good person. And it tells more like of what she does, too. Like,
1: either way, it's sad. But I'm just like, oh, God, she's going to the hospital. And she's a part of the Make-A-Wish
0: Foundation. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen to her? I can't take it. Okay. So on. she would dress up in her stoom. Stoom. <laughs> steam trooper her storm trooper gear in hopes that it would make the kids happy even if it was just for a moment Yeah, Liz was just a good person by nature so it was no surprise to her friends and family that she got so involved in these types of organizations Liz's family describes her as simple kind, generous generous <laughs> and living an amazing life of service I was like, oh. <laughs> hit me in the gut I know so, they also say that she was wildly creative and a very resourceful person. Liz's best friend said that she was the kind of person to make everyone feel welcome. Liz and Sergio decided they wanted to spend the rest of their lives together, so they tied the knot in winter of 2014. Aww. Everyone who knew them described them as the perfect match. They had super similar interests. They had very kind hearts, and having a passion for the same things is always helpful in a relationship. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned earlier, they really connected on Star Wars and Harry Potter, and the two of them were best friends, and they really complimented one another, and their love of cosplay was something that really kept them close. So, they lived a pretty simple life. Uh, They adopted a dog together at one point and loved this dog so much. Oh, Like my little Harlina. His name's Harlan, but that's his girl name. I'm weird. So... (laughs) Um in 2017 they bought a home on Cedar Walk Drive in Tomball, Texas. Tomball. Oh, which is a suburb right outside of Houston. I always
1: forget. I think I know somebody from Tomball, but I've driven through Tomball.
0: You have? Yes. Hmm. Well, it's a relatively small town and it has a population of about 12,000 people. So at the time, it was considered a nice place to live, a safe place to live, and a great place to start a future family. Um, They were very proud of their home, and life was good. They both had full-time jobs and were very busy, but they always made time for each other and time for their fan fiction hobbies. In early 2019, Liz was working as a data reporter for a pipeline inspection company called the Rosen Group, or the Rossen Group. Hmm. R-O-S-E-N. Rosen Group. Okay, so I was going to mention in the beginning, um, which I've mentioned before, that if I pronounce words wrong, I'm sorry. But I just feel like I need to say it because I don't want them to (laughs) to think I just stopped caring. Um, (laughs) It's like I never stopped. I never stopped. I never stopped caring. So if I say a word incorrectly, I apologize in advance. And you can always message us and let me know the words that I say wrong. I mean,
1: that's fine. Please let us know because I, yeah. I
0: mean, we're from a... A small country town, and we just, you know, we just have our. We just say stuff. Weird. Okay. My f- I,
1: oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, my friend's from Dibble, Texas, Dibble. but I always thought it was Tomball that she was from, or Tomball. <laughs> so I always got it mixed up and I did again. <laughs> but I've driven through Tomball. Yeah. I have. I, I have. I promise.
0: Um. So, yeah, she was the a data reporter for Pipeline Inspection Company called the Rosin Group. And Sergio was working in construction. So by this time, they had almost been married for five years and they really wanted to celebrate those five years of marriage with something really special. Yeah. So here comes Whoa. a gut punch. So they planned a trip to Orlando mainly to check out Universal Studios in the Harry Potter world. Mm-hmm. At the time, there were new interactive exhibits So, they were really excited to see those for the first time. This was back in 2019. So, Mm -hmm. they were new when they were going to go. Right. And they planned to leave for this trip on January 27th of 2019. Liz was so pumped for this trip. She actually packed her suitcase days before they were even going to leave. And her suitcase was a replica of the one that Harry Potter took to the Hogwarts. So, I thought that was neat.
1: Yes. Yes she's living like she's so excited and harry potter world looks
0: so cool yeah i've seen pictures yeah that's it right
1: (laughs) i've never been to disney either my boss of disney
0: that can be our next girl trip. like all those like that'd be so fun just go to disney yeah so she even made these custom harry potter shoes that she planned to wear the entire trip and not only was she packed early and super excited for the trip, she also decided to have a garage sale so that they would have, you know, extra cash so that they could, you know, really do everything they wanted to do yeah. on the trip because Universal is like, one, very expensive and all of the theme parks are expensive as well from what I've been told because I've never been. So Right. <laughs> so garage sales were something that Liz actually did frequently uh, in the last three years that she had been living in Tomball. She had, am I saying that right? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think it is Tom because it's spelled like Tom Ball.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is one that's spelled the way it's pronounced. Tom okay.
0: Ball. If they only if they were all like that, <laughs> It'd be easier for me to, to pronounce words right. Right. Um, she had already had a handful of successful garage sales. She knew how to advertise for them. Uh, she'd post them on Facebook, put up posters in her town to get the word the word I almost said world. That's why it <laughs> kind of sounded funny. World. Yeah. To get the word out and draw in a big crowd. There's quite a bit of planning that she would put into these events. She decided to have this garage sale the night before she was going to do it. So the garage sale would be on Friday, January 25th. And some report that she had already had the day off from work. But some reports say that she called in sick that morning because she decided to have the garage sale last minute. So we're not really sure, you know, but either way, she didn't work that day. Right. So on January 25th, her and Sergio got up. He had work that day. And I will say, um, it is important to mention that because this was so last minute, none of her friends and family knew about the garage sale. Uh, one of the things that she decided to sell was a stormtrooper helmet, which she had been hoping to get good money for. And I mean, they're, they're pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. So, at 6 a.m., Sergio had to leave for work. He kisses Liz goodbye, says, I love you. And as soon as he left, she heads out to the garage and starts setting up the garage sale. Okay. But, only five minutes after Sergio left, something terrible happened.
1: Mm.
0: At 6.52 a.m., a neighbor's surveillance camera picks up footage of Liz standing at the top of her driveway. Like, say she had a garage. Yeah. So the top of it would be by the garage door, and the bottom of it would be, like, by the road. If Mm -hmm. no one, like, understood how I worded that. So, just seconds later, a dark truck drives up their street, and it's caught on this surveillance footage. And Liz is just continuing to set up, Um, It was still pretty dark out, so they had their lights on. And then just seconds after they drive up, someone actually gets out of the truck. This person then walks up the driveway and just feet in front of Liz, they stop. And Liz takes a cautionary step back as this person pulls out a gun. Oh, God, no. So they end up talking for like eight seconds, like literally eight seconds. Uh, No one knows exactly what's said. Um, and we will get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. But then this person shoots Liz at six fifty three four times, trigger warning, um, three times in the chest and one time in the head. So then this person sprints back to their car and leaves the scene. Just leaves. But then two minutes later, the same surveillance camera catches this person driving back around to Liz's house and taking a look at the scene. And then I just drive off. Yeah, making sure like she's dead, like pretty much, yeah. Making sure the job was done. Liz.
1: So no.
0: So one of their neighbors, Candy Ellis, hears all four gunshots and immediately calls nine one one. So she's like, "Thank God!" Oh my, like you know. Oh, oh shoot! Hold on, I going to wait for that to. Yeah, something. a lot of a lot of times um, when people hear gunshots like near them they're just like wanting to go out and investigate see what's going on like no just call the cops just call them right away and it sometimes it may not even be a gun but it's better safe than sorry
1: right well and then there's other people who just don't do anything at all yeah and that's the bystander effect mm-hmm. which is what i thought was going to happen and then you said yeah. the neighbor called and i'm like thank goodness because yeah. people will just be like oh what and was it, that
0: and it could save someone's life it may not but I'd rather take that chance of hope that, you know, me calling right away will give them a chance of survival. Right. So, the EMS rushes out to the scene, and by the time the paramedics get there, Liz is actually still alive at that point, but is in very bad condition. Right. So, the fact that she was even still alive at that point is very shocking, because... I mean, yeah, she got shot three times in the chest and then in the head, you know, like you would just assume like, oh, she's, she's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. She was taken to, to Memorial Herman Hospital, the hospital that she had visited so many times to cheer up sick children, but now she is there for emergency surgery. Mm-hmm. If I would just read. <laughs> A second neighbor also heard the gunshots and her name is Cynthia Grist. She calls up Sergio and tells him that his wife has been shot. So Sergio rushes to the hospital, just hoping that Liz will pull through. She was in really bad condition when she arrived, so the chances of her surviving were extremely slim. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, Liz's injuries were just too severe, and she passed away with her husband by her side at just 29 years old. Oh, Sergio says that he told her that he loved her and that he would never forget her. But Liz, being the person that she was, continued to give even after she passed. She was an organ donor. hmm She was able to help four strangers to the donation of her heart, liver, kidneys, and her coronas. Corneas. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And her two beers that she had. I was like, her what? Her corneas, guys. <laughs> I disappoint myself sometimes. All of Liz's friends and family were totally shocked and extremely confused. Harris County Police began their investigation into Liz's murder immediately. After they got a hold of all that surveillance footage, investigators described the shooter as someone wearing what appeared to be tall white boots, or appeared to be tall, (laughs) had white boots, a long white dress, slash wardrobe, slash... Maybe a costume um, and either had long hair or have been wearing some type of wig. Good Lord. So they're, do- they're saying that because, you know, her and her husband was in cosplay. Like if she had like any enemies, like that's who normally like who she'd hang around with. So, mm-hmm. you know, oh, that could be a costume because she's like into stuff like that. Like she, that's right. what she does. So Harris County investigators initially believed that this person was female height was a was a big factor in that liz was only 5 2 and in the surveillance footage the shooter was not significantly taller than she was okay. even with the boots on so you know but this isn't this is not to say that you know male killers can't be short but the height along with what they were wearing and the long hair did make the police think that they were looking for a woman. Mm -hmm. So at the scene, there were no shell casings. So that leaves investigators to believe that this person used a revolver. Based on the footage, they believe the car was a 2013 or a newer Nissan Frontier crew cab. They also noted that the truck had a Pro 4x4 sticker on the rear side. So right away, they blocked off the scene. They began, you know, canvassing the neighborhood, asking neighbors what they knew, or what they saw, or if they saw anything. Mm-hmm. And everyone in the neighborhood pretty much said the same thing. Uh, they were absolutely shocked that anyone would do this to Liz, and they had no idea who would have possibly done it. And to her neighbor's knowledge, she was a very low-key person. She was very friendly. She wasn't involved in anything bad or dangerous that she was aware. Right. So that same neighbor who heard the gunshots and called Sergio, I think I think her name was Candy. No, Cynthia. Cynthia is the one that uh, called Sergio. Candy's the one that called nine one one. So the neighbor. So Cynthia said she remembers how they were, like they were to her when she first moved to the neighborhood. When it came to the mystery Nissan, all the neighbors said that they hadn't seen the car around, and no one in the neighborhood had that truck. No one could really make sense of this at first. Most people, including Sergio, believed that this was some type of robbery gone wrong uh, because she was having the garage sale. Sergio thought that maybe someone pulled up, they wanted something theirs. There was an argument. When Liz said, no, this person shot her. Mm-hmm. So, the investigators explained that it that this wasn't likely because nothing was actually stolen, I guess, to their knowledge. Um, Liz even had a cash box set up for people who had higher bills that needed to be broken down and she even had a hundred bucks in there and it was still there. And they ended up finding a surveillance footage that showed the Nissan driving through the neighborhood right past Liz and Sergio's home one day before the shooting. It had been clear that whoever shot Liz had been planning it and they were canvassing the area not long before they returned to kill her. And because of the fact that this person drove back around and checked out the scene, making sure that Liz was down, it seemed that this was a planned hit. I mean, yeah, it's just it just seems like like you case the place the night before.
1: And then you come, you kill her. Then you drive back around just to make sure that the job's done. Yeah. And you just drive away. Yeah,
0: I mean, she had a box of money out there and it wasn't touched. Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't seem like they woke up one day and they're like, huh, I think I'm just going to, like, go shoot somebody. Like, it didn't seem like that. It was definitely, definitely planned. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Who would do this to her? I don't know. They also said, because she was shot in the head, that it seemed very personal um, mm-hmm. and that they just wanted to get the job done. Um, I don't know why I keep saying um. Even though there was footage of the attack, this investigation was very difficult given there was no DNA left at the scene, no license plate was picked up by the camera, so obviously Sergio was questioned by the police because statistically people's partners are often involved in their murders, mm-hmm. and if you know, and if he were involved, and investigators believe that he would have had to been working with someone else because obviously he was not the person, you know, that uh, was seen on the surveillance camera. Mm-hmm. But they had, they have found no reason to believe that he had anything to do with the murder of his wife. He was very cooperative from the beginning. Right away, he had handed over his cell phone. He handed over Liz's cell phone, so they could go through everything and see if maybe there was something, you know, going on in the marriage um, that didn't uh, that they didn't know about, or maybe things were rocky. But they weren't.
1: Mm-hmm. They weren't
0: experiencing any marital problems, financial problems. They weren't fighting. The relationship was happy and healthy. There was no evidence of either of them having an affair or doing anything remotely shady. So, of course, they're going to continue to look into Liz's life. So, who she's friends with, who she's spending time with, what she's doing. And none of that brought up anything. So, no one could explain why that this happened to her. Right.
1: There's nobody who seems to have any issues with her. Her marriage is great. Financially, they're good. So, like, why did somebody just come up and shoot her in
0: her yard? What is going on? It sucks when there's, like... Nothing? Nothing. Like, it drives me insane. <sighs> so, in um, just a few days after her death, on what would have been her and Sergio's wedding anniversary... No, no. Yes, a vigil was held instead. Her friends, family, and neighbors, and people in the community gathered on the very driveway where she was shot. And... You know, this is very emotional, but they also held up lightsabers to the sky, Aww. Star Wars, and spoke about what an amazing woman Liz was. Crime Stoppers of Houston and the Harris County Sheriff's Department initially announced a $5,000 reward for information, but a donation came in from the Peters Mayhew Foundation, and they were able to increase the funds by 15000 So, Peter Mayhew... Who, for any known Star Wars fans, is the British actor who played Chewbacca. Yes. Oh. So, that was really special and meant a lot to Sergio and Liz's family. And That's so sweet. I know. Stop. You're going to make me cry. Oh, my oh. God. So, Liz and Sergio were actually heavily involved in Peter Mayhew's 2018 campaign to raise money for Venezuela's poorest communities. Mm. So... When Peter learned about what had happened to Liz, he immediately wanted to help contribute to the reward for information. So members of the 501st Legion was devastated by Liz's death. And they also wanted to help. So they raised funds as well and were able to bring the reward up to $20,000. And the police were confident that this would bring in something, but the police were struggling, Mm -hmm. you know, They're like, oh, this is great, like the money, like $20,000, like someone's, someone's like wanting, wanting money, like that's like a good, but they were just nothing. So the initial investigation just didn't really bring in any leads at all. And in August of 2019, it was reported that the Harris County investigators were waiting on a warrant but, by the first anniversary of her death, the results were still pending. And the results about this warrant had never been publicly shared or confirmed. But a lot of people think that it had something to do with cell phone location data. hmm January 27th of 2020, a Harris County homicide, which is, a, like, literally a, one year later. Um, a Harris County homicide detective, Michael Ritchie, hinted... At And this was in quotation of what he said, something coming down the pike in the case. Hmm. That's what he said. He said there's now a warrant in the case stating, I feel that the results of that warrant will be critical in the investigation and most likely will expose the suspect and who's responsible for this. So there hasn't been really anything solid that's come out of the investigation as far as we know. Mm-hmm. Not even a motive um, it's been really hard to come up with the, you know, theories for a potential motive. Liz was such an understanding person. You know, she wasn't involved in anything sketchy. No one can figure out, you know, why anybody would want to hurt her. Right. Why anybody would want to harm her. The police truly feel that this was a professional hit, especially because this person was canvassing the house before the murder and because they swung back around and potentially could have taken a picture to prove that the job was done. Mm. Around the one year anniversary of her passing. Sergio held a second memorial to honor Liz. Her friends and families gathered to paint rocks with messages to Liz. Um, it's clear that she was incredibly loved. In January 21st, 2021. The police released a second set of surveillance footage for the public to see. This footage is from Liz and Sergio's ring doorbell camera. Even though it doesn't show another angle of the shooter, it does pick up footage of the car going by. Mm-hmm. And it has some potentially useful audio. Some. Um, which I mentioned earlier that there was a... You could see the car passing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you can see the Nissan pass their home. Like we talked about. Yes. <laughs> so you can see the Nissan pass their home in the original footage but this audio that's picked up is incredibly muffled but very 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 difficult to hear okay so i have audio the the audio that the police the second one that they they had released i'm not going to play it on here um it's pretty intense um you can hear the gunshots you can hear her scream um you can hear her say good morning to the person um but the audio is like really really bad muffled um, I'm going to let Deidre listen to it if she's cool with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll be right back. Okay, so Deidre has listened to it. Um, I, I want to know what you heard, but I don't want you to tell me on here because I want people to like... Because, you know, when you, when you hear something and then you like read comments of like, someone say oh they this is what i heard and then when you go replay it that's what you hear too
1: yeah well like, i you mean you want to try to like yeah well we already did that kind of with the morning like we don't know 100 that she's saying morning but it sounds like to both of us that she's saying
0: morning yeah that that's what i hear like that's because i didn't read comments or anything i just listened to it and i was like oh it sounds like she's saying morning yeah but i mean Y'all may not hear that or something else, but um, But that's what it sounds like to
1: me. Mm -hmm. It sounds like she's greeting somebody that she doesn't know. Yeah. And I've not someone that she does.
0: So I can't remember if I mentioned before, but I'm going to put the link of the audio. It's a video on YouTube. I'm going to put that link in the description where we like top out the case or whatever Mm
1: -hmm. on
0: the podcast. So if you want to listen to it, you are more than welcome, but just a heads up, it's pretty intense, and, like, some people may not be able to handle it. So, if you don't think you can handle it, do not watch it, because you can hear the gunshots. And she screams, and you just, I, ugh, it just, yeah. so, it'll be there if you want to watch it, or listen to it, whatever. Um, So, of course, people on the internet and the police have theorized about, you know, what's being said in the audio but the only thing that's been confirmed is that when the shooter approaches Liz we hear Liz say good morning I heard it before I even like knew that they I guess confirmed that she said that Mm -hmm. and then I went and read that it was confirmed that she said one I was like oh I heard it Mm -hmm. so I'm glad that I got to hear it before I had seen that because right. I didn't because then it'd be like, well, am I just hearing it because they said it was confirmed. It was confirmed yeah. that she said morning. Um, It may not be much, but the morning does kind of tell us a lot. I feel like mm-hmm. so by the tone of her voice, most people believe that this person was a stranger to Liz. Mm. It didn't sound like she was saying hello to an acquaintance, a neighbor, close friend. It kind of sounded like, you know, she was saying hi to someone she didn't know. So if it was someone she knew, she would probably have said, like, you know, hey, what's up, like, or something a little more f- friendlier. I mean, she was friendly, don't get me wrong, but, like, I feel like when you, like, we're talking to someone you know, it's more, it's, like, friendlier than you would with someone you don't know. I don't know. Right, yeah. But this type of morning, you would say to someone you don't know who's walking by or someone who's approaching your, your garage for, uh, the garage sale. Garage sale. Yeah. For example. Mm-hmm. So of course there are a lot of videos speculating about what else could have been said in the audio, but it's difficult to have your own opinion if someone else you if you hear what someone else is like their opinion before you play it first. So. Yeah, you have a comment. Um, yeah, it sounds like a retail hello
1: to me, like a retail greeting. Mm-hmm. Like I did I hear. Morning, morning, yeah, like just like morning, Mm -hmm. and I feel like even if like I've said good morning to my friends before, but I'm like good morning,
0: good morning, you know, just kind of yeah, it's different.
1: There's different a different inflection for. But
0: I hear the retail, like you say, when you walk into a store, you know, morning, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: like that's the retail. That's the, that's it. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks for coming by, you know, or yeah. Like when people come into the office, I say, you know, I'd be like, good morning. Mm -hmm. You know, it's this exact same thing. Um, yeah, I feel like, you know, and then I was thinking this whole time, like, okay, where's the husband going to be at this? He left like five minutes before this happened and then somebody just comes by, but if they've been casing the house, they may know, okay, he's going to leave at this time. So yeah, they gave themselves just enough of a window where, you know, Sergio wouldn't be coming back. Mm-hmm. Like, even if he forgot something, maybe he would already have been back and left again or, you know, something like that. But oh it's just terrible. But they also did the, the check. They drove by first to see if she was alone, saw she was alone, came back, shot her. Right,
0: hmm. they drive by first.
1: That then was the pulled. day
0: before they they cased the neighbor, like they cased around and I like remem- drove slow by our house. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. the next morning, they drove. By, they like pulled up. Uh, no, I think they did drive a drive That's what by, I was and to then remember. they the second time they come around, they stopped, got out, done it, then left.
1: Yeah, I couldn't and then remember. Came back around.
0: Yeah, I couldn't
1: remember. I was like, wait, did they do? Did they check? Then come killer. Then leave, come back, or if or did they just pull up? I couldn't remember. Yeah, so they pulled up.
0: Yeah, because we see them drive by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think that I have some theories of people what they hear, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read them. I decided not to because, like I said before, I want you to like if you decide to listen to it i want you to hear it first before you hear anything because i don't want you to be like oh yeah i hear that too because it could be you could hear something different like you could pick up something different than anybody else did Mhm. yeah um so i don't want that to cloud your mind while you're listening to it so i'm not going to read them um but i think that what's it- interesting about the audio footage is that many people many, many people many <laughs> people do believe that it's a male mm-hmm i think it's a male deidre said she thinks it's a male yeah um, but even though the police said that they believed the person was a female, which has taken the investigators back to the drawing board because they thought they were just going off as if it was a female just because of the way it was they were dressed. Mm-hmm. So they don't know if the person was male or female. They believe that this person could have been wearing a disguise to look female, which is could be because she was in cosplay, you know, and all that stuff. Right. But the main thing that everyone's really taken from the audio is the good morning. Sounds like she's talking to someone she don't know, you know, which we got into that. Um, mm-hmm. I will say this is not coming from the police it is a lot of people believe that it could have been like someone from her inner circle. Like this isn't the police saying this, this is like people mm-hmm. saying that it could be from someone from her inner circle, maybe someone in the cosplay world because of the possible costume. Mm-hmm. And it may not even been a costume. It could have just been the person that was there. That's what they were wearing. But it's just. Yeah, I need to see this outfit. Oh, I got pictures. Okay. Um, Another reason people... Another reason... What is wrong with me? (laughs) Another reason people believe this is because the time that she was shot was right around the time that she was out the door for work. Like a normal... Like that's what time she would be leaving to go to work. Oh, okay. So, you know, it may have not... They may not... Obviously, they didn't know that she was having a garage sale. Right, because you said no one knew about the garage sale. Right, no one knew about the garage sale. And... They had to have known when she go, when she leaves to go to work because they were canvassing the house. It was caught on footage before, like the day before. And th- there's no telling how long they've been watching the house, Ugh. you know, and planning it, like we said before, like yeah. it had to have been planned uh, for someone. So someone could have easily known her schedule, even if they didn't know that she was having a garage show that day. I feel like I'm like on repeat today. So just kind of ignore me. Um. So... Could it have been a friend? Could it have been a co-worker? Someone who knew what time Liz left mm-hmm. in the morning? And plus, they just left minutes after Sergio left the house, so it's possible that they knew his schedule as well. Right. Some people think that it's someone from the five five 501st Legion uh, that's kind of backed up by the outfit that they were wearing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, could have been, you know, uh, a lot of people think that it was similar to a Princess Leia costume, and I have a picture I'm going to show you. Oh. Um, a long white robe or dress, whatever whatever it was, feels kind of off to be a coincidence, I feel like. I don't know. I just, you know, even Princess Leia's weapon looks similar to a revolver. So, in this surveillance video, it does appear that this person had long hair, but if they were wearing a costume, it's not a stretch that this person may have also been wearing a wig. And what makes this theory difficult is you would think that if Liz had some some ongoing feud with someone or someone didn't like her that there would be, you know, some kind of evidence of this. They've looked in their phones, nothing. No one said a bad word about her. No one said, oh, well, this could have been an enemy or they could have been an enemy. Like, they have nothing. Like, there's no evidence of that she had that. So, you know, that someone in the 501st Legion would be like, hey, you know, she didn't back this theory up, but as far as we know, there's nothing like that. Like, Cindy could be in the 501st Legion and be like, yeah, her and you know, her and Brenda, they kind of had some tension here. They kind of had some tension there. Or her and Cindy did this, and but there, like, there wasn't. No one said anything. So, lastly, a lot of people suspect that there was some type of affair going on, but there's no evidence for this. But you know how people are; they talk, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, all we know is basically people speculate. Um, but if it's true, and Sergio was having an affair, some type, some people think that the other woman wanted Liz dead so she could have him all to herself. The only thing that gave people reason to suspect that he may have done something like this is because he sold their home and remarried in two thousand and twenty one. So that's two years after her death. Mm-hmm. But we all know people grieve differently. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of, you know. But I mean, I, you, I could see where people could think it's suspicious too yeah. um but he insists that he didn't meet his new wife until mid 2020 it's like a year it mm-hmm. was like a year later um but i do get where people are coming from you know um but he is young he has allowed to move on you know differently people also have said that maybe liz was the one having the affair whatever um maybe sergio found out and contract contacted someone to kill her but like I said over and over and over and over, there's no evidence of anything, of any of that. Yeah, of,
1: of anything really.
0: Yeah. Also, the Princess Leia thing. Okay, so if they do
1: look like Princess Leia, and this is someone in the fifth month, and this is someone who does cosplay, I would think that they would have the space buns.
0: That's what I was thinking. And not too. wear mm-hmm. just some but random
1: wig. Like, why would yeah. you not commit all the way? Yeah.
0: So <laughs> I'm really feeling yeah. some type of way that. I, I'm like. No, I thought that's the exact same thing. But I did look at the picture and it did kind of like minus the buns that weren't there. Like it did kind of yeah. look like that that was the look that they were going for.
1: Yeah, which honestly, with Comic-Con and all the things, like all the characters that people
0: oh yeah could have been cosplay anything. as,
1: who knows? And it could be like if this is something that could be something, this could be a character that like exacts revenge or is Mm -hmm. something that she would know who they were when she saw them yeah but not everybody would i need the cosplay people to like get on this is this just a random outfit is it not i haven't seen it yet but when i see
0: it i'm still not gonna know anything so and i'm gonna post that picture on on instagram not your phone um but yeah it's just hard to believe because you know that there was any kind of affair or that he hired somebody because, I mean, the yeah, marriage from what we've heard is just so strong. But like, you know, seem, from what we've been told, but
1: yeah, they seem so happy. No, I don't want to think that.
0: You know, <laughs> not yet. The investigators come through their phones. You know, I mean, they were close. Things were going well for them. You know, and that's not. I mean, I know. I know every relationship's not rainbows and butterflies, but there are relationships out there that just are really good. Yeah. I mean, it may be one in every you know, but I mean, <laughs> I I truly believe that there are relationships that relationships out there that are just really good. Yeah. Some people don't some people don't even argue. Some yeah. really, like I mean, a lot of people argue yeah,
1: I mean it's still healthy to argue a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean I like, think it's not healthy to always too, get along with somebody just
0: because you don't argue doesn't mean it's like oh I don't I, we don't argue or you know something's wrong. Like, yeah. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that either. But, um, well, there's a
1: different in arguments and disagreements too. Yeah. You. So, but they seem cool. They seem like everything's fine. Why? I don't know. And I feel like maybe the person just dressed up but they look shorter. I don't know. We got to watch these videos, y'all. We got to watch these videos. We got to
0: see. Yeah, cuz they were they said they were short and they they and they had boots on. Yeah, so like they weren't shorter. much taller than her mm-hmm.
1: even with the boots on. But what angle is it at? I mean, it's the police, I guess they would know.
0: But you never know. You yeah. never know. We need to look at this people. Well, <laughs> it's also been brought up that the case has mistaken identity. Obviously. Um from where we're going off of like in the beginning, they thought it was a woman, and then when they released the audio, a lot of people were like, no, that's a male, and then the police were oh, like, okay. oh, we need to go back to the drawing board. Another mistaken identity that the police think is, you know, the people that killed Liz, mm-hmm. maybe it was for somebody else, and they weren't supposed to kill her, they were supposed to kill somebody else. Uh, they got confused. That could have. They're saying that could have been a thing, um, mm, but okay. it, it doesn't seem like the investigators believe it. But they just speculate maybe that that's what it was. Because, I mean, that could be. I mean. Yeah, but gosh, you would think that
1: whoever you're hitting you would, think would know you would, who to kill. And
0: whoever hired them. Because
1: nobody else is outside Mm-mm. besides her. So she's the only one obviously, like, awake at
0: this time to go to work. Yeah. But uh, Robert, which is Liz's dad, thinks that whoever did this targeted her and did so deliberately. So it's now been like, what? almost four years. Mm -hmm. It'll be four years and a couple months uh, since she was shot, and there haven't been any solid leads as far as we know. I've looked, searched, everything that I've found I've said. Police have not made an arrest, and even though I felt like the case has kind of slowed down a little bit, I mean, but there's not much, there's no evidence really to go anywhere with it, so the detectives have made it clear that this is not a cold case and that they're still working on it and they've noted that investigators have traveled down to Miami to interview a person of person of interest okay uh which we don't know much about that Yes. Yeah. at this point you know they're still following every lead every lead that they get it seems almost and Liz's family and Sergio have not lost hope they believe that 2022 will be a year with a lot of progress um, I hope so. It's November, so there's not much left of 2022, but still, something can still happen. Crime Stoppers has been able to raise the reward to $50,000, which is great. Yeah. Um, family, friends, and investigators believe that this could really help. The investigators believe that this amount of money and the higher it goes will encourage whoever does have information. You know, maybe it'll make them you know, reconsider coming forward because it's all that money. Mm -hmm. All I know is Liz was a kind, generous woman who did not deserve what happened to her. I feel so badly for her friends and her family that not only did they have to go through this and feel the pain of losing her, but to not have answers, that's just a whole different thing. Yeah. Imagine sleepless nights just wondering, you know, what could have helped or what could have happened because this mistake absolutely makes no sense. Mm -hmm. so if you have if there's anybody listening if you have any information that could help the family finally get answers that they deserve please get that to the right people you can even anonymously report a tip by calling 713-222-TIPSTER you can also do so by visiting crimestoppers.org you can call the harris county sheriff's department their, their information line is three four six two eight six sixteen hundred, and Liz's parents also set up a website under who dot com, and I will put all this information in the description. They have a bunch of information there for anyone interested in the case. This case was really sad, and I really struggled through it. Mm-hmm. To like, I've been mean, I've been tripping over my words this whole time, and Deja's just patiently just sitting there. Just looking at me like, can we? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, because I do it too. So but I just, I just wait so that you don't have to edit as it's much out. For you. It's new. I, <laughs> I just wait so that I don't. You don't have to edit all of it yeah. out because I like if I laugh or something, mm-hmm. then you're able to just erase. And I haven't said anything that you're also erasing, so then it sounds weird because that does happen sometimes. So I
0: just, I just sit. I'm like, so yeah. That is all um, on that. Like I said, I'll have the audio. It'll be a video of the audio, but there's nothing in the video, really. Um, But anyways, I'll have that in the link. If you, or I'll have the link down if you want to watch it. If you don't, don't. Like, if you don't think, if there's an ounce of doubt that you think you can listen to it, just don't. Just don't listen to it.
1: Yeah, no, Um, it's, yeah,
0: it's intense. But
1: I hate this. I hate that this happened to this family and I hate that it happened to Liz and I hope, That they find something I mean it's just hard with no DNA evidence Mm -hmm. Left at the scene It's just really hard And hopefully they can You know track something down I mean who did this I don't (gasps)
0: know Well if you have any Questions, comments, concerns If you want to send in Your thoughts Of what you think you heard on the audio Of this case you can email us At ameliamurders at gmail.com you can also check out our Instagram at
1: a million murders where you can see the people, the places, the things um and you can also join our Facebook page a million murders. We have a page and a group. So, whichever you want to join, but I'd say the page. Join the page. Join the page. <laughs> we need more people on the page and then we won't have to post in both and we can get rid of the group. But for now, the group is still <laughs> is still a thing. And um yeah i think that's everything right we have a link I tree i
0: think that's it well thanks for tuning in
1: and we hope you come back for
0: a million, million more. more bye, bye. Oh, thank you. <laughs>